right, I got the finger from Percy. He loves giving me, yeah. He's been upset lately, but hey, it's Wednesday. It's podcast night, and we have two podcast alumni back with us. Nate Goins, Kevin Murdoch, we're back, and we're going to do saxophone songs. It's great to be here. It's always a pleasure. We are glad to have you guys back. Y'all ready for all this? Absolutely. So, before we get started, we want to thank our sponsors, Anchor. Uh, our sponsors, Spices Smokehouse Crackers, uh, Busted Oak Bourbon Society, and uh, who am I missing? Redmont. Redmont, unofficial sponsor. Unofficial. Unofficial. We're working on them. And we want to give a shout out to uh, my friend Jim at uh, the Southern Voice. He's got a blog that's enormous. He's got over a million subscribers, and we've been in communication with him, and we're going to do a little cross promotions together and he's a super guy and uh, check out his blog it's about all things from the south and there's some really great articles it's a great blog so we're talking about saxophone songs and it's not just a song with nothing but sax okay we we wanted it to sort of be rock sax I miscommunicated some things so we're gonna have a blend and that's quite all right and quite cool. Y'all don't get on Percy. So we're, we're going to, y'all ready to get started? Hell we're yeah. good. So we're going to do, y'all remember how we do this, right? Honorable mentions given out, and then we get into our top five. Oh, yeah. So yeah. y'all ready for this? It's not our first rodeo. Nope. Yeah. You are alumni. Mm-hmm. So Percy, I can't wait to hear what you got. So lay your honorable mentions on us. My first honorable mention is by the great CCR, and it's long as I can see the light. Damn you! And on the recorded version of this, John Fogarty plays electric piano and sax. He does. A lot of people don't realize John Fogarty could play just could play anything. And here's something you'll appreciate. This was. Uh, the B-side of looking out my back door, which the great Buck Owens was mentioned in that song. And his son... I knew he would make it in here somehow. Buck's son actually recorded a cover of Looking Out My Back Door. Mother Bucker. Anyway, that's my first honorable mention. Well, there was some thunder that got stolen on that one. I would say. From all of us, I think. I mean, <laughs> Long As I Can See the Light is my favorite CCR song. Just saying. And then to know that John Fogarty was the studio saxophonist on yes. that. So, of course, he can't play guitar, sing, and blow sax live. So, anyway, it's a great song. I'm glad it's on the list no matter what. All right. What's your other honorable mentions? My second honorable mention is Dancing in the Moonlight by Thin Lizzy. I love that song. John yeah. Hellowell played sax on this, and he also played on Pink Floyd's Momentary Lapse of Reason. This was after Gilmore had played on Super Tramp's Brother Where You Bound. So that's how they kind of met. Okay. And he ended up playing on Dancing in the Moonlight. Which great is, song. To me, Thin Lizzy's one, one of the most underrated bands. They are. And, you know, shout out to Damon Johnson, who toured with Thin Lizzy. 
you know, the later version of Thin Lizzy, but Damon, homeboy, played guitar for Thin Lizzy. And Phil Lynott was one of the greatest bass players, but uh, the greatest, sax in that song. One of the greatest front men. Yeah, no doubt. That's a whole nother episode, though. And my last honorable mention is Turn the Page by Bob Seger. Son of a gun. With the great Alto Reed, who was played with for 42 years with Bob. And just the start of that song. Yeah. I mean, it just set, the it, sax gets you from the get go. It sets the tone for that song. I'm pissed at you because you stole some more of my thunder. So, but anyway, I can't be mad at the choices. Which right? strange because you usually right. steal my thunder. Well, I try to. I know, and but I wasn't you, even trying. You've turned the page on me now. <laughs> I have. Yeah. That's my last honorable mention. Those are great. Those are fantastic. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. So. Remember, folks, we are going to have a playlist on Apple Music. We're still trying to figure out some Spotify issues, but uh, this is going to make a fun playlist. So, Nate, all right. Tanya Tucker didn't have no sax, or Helen Reddy didn't have none either. No, unfortunately, I couldn't use her. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) Well, I'll just go ahead and get this out of the way. One of my honorable mentions was Long As I Can See The Light. Yeah. Throw that out there. But it's 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 made the list, and that's what counts. Yeah, I mean, excellent song. Can't blame you there. Um, next one is The Mahdi. M-A-H-D-I. It's like the Muslim version of Jesus. Whoever comes back to save the planet in the Muslim faith is the Mahdi. Anyway, that's the name of the song by the Underachievers. Do you have a gummy? <laughs> Wow, okay. Yeah, so it's by the Underachievers, which is a rap duo from New York. Very uh, conscious, very uh, new age rap. It's uh, it's good stuff. It's not, you know, it's good for anybody. Uh, came out in 2013, and they sample the song Heather by Billy Cobham, and the sax player in that song is Michael Brecker. So it is a rap song, but it starts off with a soulful Listen, saxophone. They have rap in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so it works. Oh, it belongs here, in my opinion. All right. Yeah, it starts off with a soulful sax and then straight bars from there. It's it's excellent. Well, it sold me on it, so I'm listening to that one way home. All right. Yeah, it's, okay. it's excellent. Then the last one is, you know, this is kind of a for the people thing, but it had to be on here, just the two of us. Grover Just Washington Jr. I like and, it. Uh, I like it. Good Bill choice. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I like Grover. Yeah. I like Grover from Sesame Street too. That's probably my most song. You er, remind the... me of Grover from Sesame Street, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. All right, good stuff, man. Oh yeah. All right, oh, yeah. cool. All right, Kevin, what you got? Let's hear. I'm. I know you've been excited about this, Kevin. By the way, play sax. So. This is why he was the choice for this. And we knew he'd bring Nate, which is always nutty. And it's great. Nate is great. <laughs> All right. He's Ridiculous. Like he's, like the, he's like a tiger. But like I said, or like Mr. Like Mr. Gentry said, we was left out on the uh, rock and roll part of this. So my, I tend to make mistakes. The, the honorable mention... Of this would be, uh, I don't want to hear a word, Percy. 
but it was one of my idols when I actually started saxophone in the seventh grade was Kenny G. He was an idol of mine because he, I mean, he was. Was it the hair? It, it was the studly. It, it was popular at the time. I'm glad Kenny G's on the list. And Kenny G music can be classified into rock and roll. It can. And he, it wasn't. Don't say anything. I've seen, I've seen the gesture. <laughs> I've seen the gesture. Studly, no, he's not a handsome man. Well, some people may think he's a handsome man. But I'm saying studly as in uh, iconic in this generation that I was playing saxophone, learning saxophone in. You probably were listening to Michael Bolton then, too, because they played together some. <laughs> That's exactly right. And they right. both had that long, curly hair. Nate's got some long, curly hair going on. Slowly. Yeah, slowly. yeah, slowly. yeah. yeah. What's but up? Songbird <laughs> is my song from, because it's most popular. I like it. And it's a great song. <clears throat> yes. Honestly, it's easy jazz. It's very easy listening. Uh, take a bath sometime. Flip it on. Great. Uh, well, I'm at that age where I don't take baths anymore because I'm afraid I won't be get able to get out of the tub. <laughs> and certain body parts start to float that you're like, wait a minute, this, <laughs> let's just take a shower tomorrow. Uh, next honorable mention, this is my number two honorable mention, is uh, Steve Gregory. He was uh, the saxophone for... George Michael in Careless Whisper. <laughs> is, does that not hit you in the face, though? That intro sax on that. It is, yes. As soon as that comes on, it just hits you in the face. <laughs> Percy is giving you a dead oh, hardcore stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, so just get up on the mic. Is that what you're saying, Percy? Yeah. So. Yeah. I've yeah. got no problem with that choice. That was thank you, person. That was a good one. I almost thought I was in trouble. I, <laughs> I, didn't I was waiting for the ruler to come out. <laughs> no, Mr. Schoolmaster over here. Okay. Uh, the next one is going to uh, bring back to a little bit older. It's uh, Stan Getz is the uh, saxophone artist in this one. Uh, Astrid Gilberto with uh, girl from. Help me say this because I've said it about four times wrong because my lips don't work. Empanema? Empanema. Thank you. Go. I thought that was like a Mexican deep fried pork dish. No, that's empanada. empanada. No, when, I say that so much. When he told me about it over the phone, he said empanada, and I'm like, that sound right. <laughs> I, I mix it up every single time. I guess my lips don't work in that fashion. We're just going to leave that alone. <laughs> I appreciate You're that. You're bigger than I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's cool. I can't yeah, wait no, to hear that's that. That's my three. That's okay. a great song. You really should check it out. Okay. My honorable mentions now? That is yours. All right. Well, I've had to do a little bit of shuffling, but I'm going to go with my first honorable mention is Us and Them by Pink Floyd. It's a great sax in that song. It plays through the background. There's a solo. It's... They, they, it, it really goes way up. It's a great song, and I'm a Floyd head. So, us and them, my first honorable mention. My next honorable mention, I don't think, I hope no one has this, but it's, and, and by the way, Richard Perry was the sax player on us and them. So, he wasn't a member of the Floyd, but he was their guy that they brought in to do sax. So, it's, it's a great listen. So my next honorable mention is by the John is by John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown 
band. And it's from the movie Eddie and the Cruisers, which is a great movie if you cats hadn't seen that. And it is Tender Years. And Eddie, it, it's a spoof movie about, you know, uh, a popular rock and roll band. And Eddie got eventually burned out and he faked his death. But he was, it's this whole Elvis Presley kind of thing going on. But it was in a time frame when, um, a lot of the rock bands back then always they had a sax player, so it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yes. Yeah. So if you hadn't seen it, check it out. The music from the movie. Michael Paré is the actor, and he basically lip sync, but it's John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band that uh, does the song "Tender Years." So it's going to be good on the playlist. I hope you'll enjoy it. So my last honorable mentions is from Billy Joel. And his sax player was Richie Canada, and it, he was a great sax player. And it's one of my favorite Billy Joel songs, and it's Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. It's a fantastic song. It's got great sax in it. The sax sort of takes you out at the end of the song. So I know you too well, Mike. Yeah. I had that on my docket. And you Didn't said. Didn't make my list because I know Mike. Yeah, you knew that was going to be on there. I, I love Billy Joel. Now, that's a great, great song, too. So, yes. anyway, that's, those are honorable mentions. So, we're getting ready to get into this now. We're going to go five around, four around, et cetera. So, is everybody ready? Oh, yeah. All right. Mr. Happy, what's your number five? I'll probably take heat for not having this high enough. And as face knows... I'm not a huge fan of the boss, but I do love Clarence Clemens. He's numero uno in my book. And number five for me is Born to Run. Yes. What a choice. I'm so proud of you, son. So fun. So yeah, fun. it's great. So I just remember as a kid, and I've told Face this, it's weird that I'm not a huge fan. Springsteen fan, but my dad had the vinyl box set I did too. of Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Yeah. And probably the one thing that I remember from that whole box set was Clarence. Yeah, Clarence was the man. He was larger than life. They Bruce called him the master of the universe, and um, R.I.P. Clarence. He's been replaced by his nephew. I was about to say it runs in the family. Mm-hmm. Runs in the family, and his nephew's a big man too. And I just saw him a couple weeks ago in Atlanta, and Fabulous. I, I just can't express how, how great uh, it was. And when they did Born to Run, the place went like through the roof. Yeah, it was fantastic. Good choice, man. I'm proud of you. I'll have to put Buck Owens on the list now. This is a quid pro quo. That was hard to say after a couple of vodka drinks. All right. All right, Nate. All right, let's go. Number five. I'm pretty confident nobody here has even heard this song. It's so I'm low. pretty confident, too. Yeah, it's so <laughs> I guess that's my thing, right? Yeah, I like it. Solo by Lucy Rose came out in 2019, and it's spelled S-O-L-O, and then there's a W in parentheses. So it's solo is in by yourself, but also so low. And the song talks about how you're not quite yourself when you're solo. But it's a it's a soulful, melancholic tune, 
lot of piano, but there's a crescendo toward the end where the violin, the sax, the piano all comes together, and it's a kind of a sad song, but it's a, it's a good one. All right. Definitely check it out. And the, the sax player is Bjorn Dahlberg. Bjorn. He that sounds French. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know. That'd about. be Sweden. <laughs> That's what Sweden's from. Yeah. 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 Hey, this was like a scene from Dumb and Dumber here. Not that y'all are Dumb and Dumber, but <laughs> when, when they pulled up and he asked, "Where are you from?" and she said, "Austria." And he said, "Ah, oh, well, put another shrimp on the bobby." <laughs> <laughs> Must be shrimp. Must be French. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's, that's great. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know what's a good night when the face man snorting? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, you got me good when I snort. So. It's all about a good time here. It right? is. All right. Kevin, what you got? This is number five for you? It is. Uh, and honestly, an honorable mention stole my number five with uh, just the two of us, Grover Washington. Okay. Uh, so, I'd like to mention that we have four by ten generations in here. We got someone in their 20s, late 20s, Kevin's in his late 30s, Michael's in his late 40s, I'm in my late 50s. This will be eclectic as shit. This is huge. I mean, it's, it's not a big gap per se, because we're all Well, from me to Nate, I mean, I could be your daddy. Oh, yeah. By the time we leave tonight, you're going to call me daddy. <laughs> My dad's dead, so I need a dad. All right. Whoa, chill out. Sorry. Sorry. Too far. Too far. It's all good. It's good content. It's good content. That's good. So I will replace mine with another Grover Washington song that I... You mean we're going to have Grover effing Washington on this thing twice? Twice. I love it. Okay. But I'm going to put Wine Lot. Okay. On there. Yeah. Good. Uh, It's one of his most popular ones, but... Very easily, easy listening, and uh, I mean, saxophonist at its best. Yeah, yep. And he's great. It's Grover Washington. Agreed. But you pair him with Bill Withers, obviously, and it's mm-hmm. gold. Yeah. yeah, I love it. George Washington itself is Grover Washington. Grover. That's, he's George's like yeah, illegitimate Washington. son. <laughs> we won't go back. No, well, let's chill out. We're gonna stop it right there. there. We're gonna yeah. stop it right there. Next Sorry, time. George. You know, Martha Washington grew <laughs> weed, so not that I have any interest in that, but just saying. All right, so my number five, Percy you on track. Yes, currently, <laughs> but I don't know how long you'll stay on track. <laughs> Could get bad in there. All right, my number five is by David Bowie. And his sax player was the one and only David Sanborn. And that guy played sax for several different people and he's he's one of the best. And the song is Young Americans. So it starts with a sax and wails all through it. Great song. That's my number five. Kevin, what do you, what do you have to say? That's fantastic. I know the guy that taught David Bowie how to play saxophone. I didn't know Bowie could play sax. He can. I thought he just farmed that out to David Sanborn. No, he David Bowie can play saxophone. That's fantastic. You learn something every day. I have been taught. That's hard. But to, you are a sax player. That is. That's. It's hard to teach. Yeah. Especially to a veteran like yourself. Yeah, an old man. Yes. Thank you for just saying veteran. Um, which I'm not like a veteran veteran, but I'm old. So. 
Okay, so that was my number five. <laughs> you get this look, Percy. <laughs> I would just, I always, I always have bated breath to see if you get the right number. But well, it's hard. I've been drinking. I understand. <laughs> All right. So, what is number four? Number four. This song comes from a a famous TV show from the nineteen eighties. And it was You Belong to the City by Glenn Frey. That's great. Miami Vice. Starts My favorite out show of all time. With a sax solo. And it was actually co-written by Jack Timpson, who helped yeah. write the Eagle songs. And it was Bill Bergman on sax. And just a, and oddly enough, the B-side was Smuggler's Blues. Yeah, which, which was, was another huge hit. I can't believe that was a B-side. And just a, a song to start out with sax like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. I like that selection, man. I can't believe I didn't even think about that one. Y'all are too much. Yeah, I'm, much. we're out of hand. All right, that was your uh, number four. Thank you. He gave me four fingers that time. <laughs> that As opposed to when it's usually just one. Yes, yeah. Crusty. All right, That's Nate, good. what's your number four? Number four, Call Me by St. Paul and the Broken Bones. I love that um, and I love yes, that yes. band. I got to see them open for the Rolling Stones. Oh, they're Atlanta. excellent. They're from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, a modern band with a full time sax player. You see that less and less. You do. And it's a modern band with an old school oh, sound. Absolutely. They're yeah. one of my favorites. I had to put them on the list. I'm glad they made it. Yeah. And the sax player is Amari Ansari. Man, the sax player's got some weird names. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to recap some of that later. Yeah. Post party. He's There's always a post party. All right. That's a, that's a good great choice. Great. Thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Thank you. You're getting Arthur Fonzarelli. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Number four. Kevin. Uh, easy to say, Ronnie Ross with uh, Lou Reed, Walk on the Wild Side. That's a great choice. Fantastic choice. You got a nod from Percy on that one. That made my original yeah. docket. It barely missed my cut, but uh, yes. Yeah. It's hard to beat. It really is hard to beat. And you're looking at me with these love eyes when you said that. I do. Well, you're hard to beat, too. Yes. Well, what can I say? That's because you never lost your head. <laughs> Even when. <laughs> that song, the lyrics in that song, yeah, that was a good plug there, Purse. Yeah. All right, that's a great selection. <laughs> great you. selection. All right, I got one. I'm proud of this one. Let's do it. Because I love the song, I love the band, and I love the sax player. And it's not what you would think because there are several choices from this band. But I'm going with the Rolling Stones. The sax player, of course, is the great Bobby Keys. Bobby Keys is the greatest rock and roll saxophone player to ever walk the planet. Next to Clarence Clemens. No. Yes. <laughs> All right, that's a tie. We'll and and you that. should watch, if if you haven't watched the documentary on Bobby Keys, I said, he lived the life of a rock star. He did. Just being a saxophone player. And his he had the same birthday as Keith Richards. That's weird. Yeah, and Keith is still kicking. He'll be here after our nuclear holocaust. It'll be Keith Richards and cockroaches. But he truly lived the life of a rock star. He did. And no, Kevin, that is not Alicia Keys' dad. We had that <laughs> We conversation. had this conversation. Yes. So Two different spellings. Yeah. 
One has an E at the end. All right, but the song is Slave. It's got a great sax in that song. And that that song, to me, is just badass. It gets you from the start, then Bobby Keys kicks in, and it's gonna y'all are going to like it. It's going to sound great. It's a cool song. Ever since, I think it was last week we was talking about this at Legends. Mm-hmm. Which is a local restaurant. Yep, shout out to Ryan. He's going to come do a, a podcast, and uh, Kevin's got his Legends hat on. So, that good right. friends, good restaurant. Check them out. But ever since we were sitting in Legends that night, uh, and we were talking about Slave, I guarantee I've played it ten times. It's rocking, isn't it? It is. It's a great song. And yeah. I challenge you to listen to some of Bobby Key's solo stuff. Oh, yeah, I have. He's, yeah, well, he's so, good. Well, there's, he does... Uh, some instrumental songs that are just really great. Yeah, I like it. All right, so here we are. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. We're at the top threes. So, Percy, what you got for number three? My number three is probably nobody would expect this, but it's my favorite rendition of Fleetwood Mac, and it's Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Every day I have the blues. I'm not aware of that. And J.T. Brown played sax on this, who also played with Howlin' Wolf. Oh, wow. And there's some great sax in this. In the sax, not sax. Sax. Yes. Fleetwood, probably after the, they recorded it, there was some, some of that. But there was... That's they did, before Stevie Nicks. So they that, did two albums that were blues albums. There was a Chicago Blues Jam and then this album that they did. But there's some great... Sax in that song on every day, it. and it's my favorite rendition of "Every Day I Have the Blues," which was really made popular by B.B. King. Wow, that's fantastic! Can't wait to hear that one. All right, that's your number three, Nate. I can't wait. <laughs> that rhymed. I'm a poet and didn't know it. There we go. So let's we hit can it. Rhyme anytime. I can rhyme anytime. I'm like Nipsey Russell over here. So, what's your number three? So I'm really trying to show off the versatility of the sax here. This is another hip hop song. And dare I say, it's one of the more popular saxophone samples in hip-hop history. It's by Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth. Came out in 1992. It's called They Reminisce Over You. Wow. Kevin, you know this song? I don't know. I was looking at Percy. He's... It's a good one. Percy, you it's know this good one? one? No, I'm not familiar with the song, but... One of my biggest beasts for the rap industry, if I might go here, is Uh-oh. is considering them musicians. It's because they they sample. Yeah, but you like rap. And, and yeah, I, I I'm a big fan of '80s rap and '90s rap, but there was some of the, the Beastie Boys that those guys could play instruments. Did the Beasties have any uh, sax in their stuff? Uh, they do. They do. They 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 could they could play actual instruments but yeah. so many of the rappers were just samplers which was nothing wrong with that but the credit should be given to the people that they sample from mm. well I'm getting to that person yeah I <laughs> no I understand <laughs> that but so many times with with the rap music uh, the listener don't understand yeah. that well you know they still have to take I the sample that. and kind of tweak it to where it fits with what they're trying to do but you also have rappers like Mac Miller who play live instruments, do all the, yep. make their own beats, play live instruments to make their own beats. And I get what you're saying, though. That's 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 fair. Well, that's a good choice, though. Well, and uh, 
just to finish up, Tom Scott was the sampled saxophonist, and it was his cover. Okay, so you drilled it down. It was yeah. his cover of Today by Jefferson Airplane that was sampled on. I like that. They reminisce over I you. like that. Yeah. All right. Listen to it. Restoration they right there. Nate Restoration. And right the there. song was written by their friend who had just passed away, and their friend was a hot man for Heavy D and the Boys. So that okay. song is about him. Okay, good storylines from Nate tonight. <laughs> Get down. All right, that was your number three. Mm-hmm. All right, nitty gritty for Kevin. What's your number three? It's probably going to be mentioned a couple times on the list, but uh, we got CCR mm-hmm. going down. Obviously, John Fogarty was one of the. He was the studio he, sax player. He was the studio saxophonist. But my song choice was Molina. I love that. And it, it, it's. Honestly, a great song. It's probably what. Look, this is a shout out to my dad, honestly. Uh, and he's just a super duper guy, honestly. And uh, on my list, and I and I have my mom next on her. Okay, I like this. You know, and uh, I don't know when I was making this list, uh, I had my mom. And I was like, okay, well, this is my mom. And I started thinking. Of my dad. Mm-hmm. And then this song hit my brain, you know, and I was like, it's John Fogarty. Yeah. You can't go wrong with him. No. Because he's such a musician. Yeah. And he, I wanted to shout out my dad. Thanks. Well, his name is Kevin Murdoch right. as well. All right. I love it. John Fogarty could play everything, pretty much. He was like the first prince. You could put Fogarty in the he, studio he, just he by himself, play every instrument. But... You know, it's, I didn't learn about his sax skills until, you know, much later. You know, I didn't realize until later that that was Fogarty in the studio. So, mm-hmm. I love it. All right. Um, my number three has already been taken, so it won't take long to get through this. But I'm in agreement with Turn the Page, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, uh, Alto Reed. What a name for a sax player. It's not his real name, but it's his nickname. So it's like Artemis or something, Reed. But uh, Alto Reed, got to see them in concert. Alto was still playing uh, when I saw them, and he he could wail. It's, uh, to me, he's one of the real sax players of classic rock. When you, when it's one you of my biggest talking, regrets. Uh, I had tickets to see Bob in Nashville, and I'd just taken a new job, and I couldn't take off. Yeah, and I had to sell them. Well, my daughter bought me tickets for me and her for my birthday. And and, and that concert did Whitey Morgan not open up for him? Whitey Morgan and the Seventy Eights opened for him because they're all Detroit, Michigan guys, and I like to say Detroit. So anyway, I did that. Boom. So that was my number three. We're getting close. Somebody's going to steal mine. I know. I feel it. All right. What's your number two? I don't person? think I will. My number two was actually, strangely enough, until this past week, I had never heard this song. Okay. But it just came up randomly in my Apple Music radio station. Okay. And it's a cover of a song that was originally done by Little Richard, and it's Miss Anne by Johnny Winter that was done in 19... 19- Edgar's brother. Done in 1969, and strangely enough, you say that Edgar played sax 
on this song. Oh, I gave you a nice segue, didn't I? You did. Yeah. So, Ed, Edgar is one of those guys that, oh, man, you ever heard the song Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. That's Edgar. Oh, yeah. He played sax on this song, and it's, it's, he does really a great job. That's a good choice, man. And it was from 1969. Wow, very good year. I was four. Y'all weren't even sperms yet. No. I just like the number. Not even a thought. Yeah, not even a thought. Mm-hmm. All right, good choice, Purse. All right. Nate, Here number two. This is another uh, modern band with a full-time saxophone player, and it wouldn't be right if I didn't mention Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. I love them. I love that you brought great. them to the table. Uh, along with St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats are great. They've got that old school rock and sound, sort of, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, Easy there, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> okay, so what's the song? It's I Need Never Get Old. And the horn section the just it's carries great. that song. I yeah. mean, it starts with the guitar and then the drums come in and then the horn section comes in and it's just really carries yeah. that song it's yeah. great and their uh saxophone player is named andy wild for or a full-time member of the night sweats andy okay. wild yep yeah. that's a great choice man yeah, i love that song this is why we have these different uh broad generations in here um but people my age like Nathaniel. Oh, anybody would like Nathaniel Rayleigh. Yeah, he's a fan. I I want to see him in concert. I saw him in uh, Moline, Illinois. Yeah, great. It was excellent. He's playing up in a festival in New Jersey in um, September at Asbury Park with the Foo Fighters and the Killers and the Beach Boys are even on that ticket. But wow, Nathaniel Ratliff. Is and the night sweats are great, yeah, very musical. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't know how many pieces are in that band, but uh, it's a big band. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, Kevin. What's your number two? Um, number two is Gary Herbig, uh, the saxophonist. I want to put him out front because he's huge, but he was a, a studio artist essentially. Okay. Uh, but he did. If I if I got a side sway, my song and pig, because my mother is, is a is a Patrick Swayze fan. Oh boy! So I'm well, gonna say your mother and I graduated high school that's right, together. That's right. She's, so we're, we're all Patrick Swayze fans from that generation. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna put in Patrick Swayze. She's like the wind. Oh but it, my god! It was it was Gary Herbig. It was playing saxophone about this. You've got Careless Whisper, and she's like the wind. I do. I do have that. Percy, you want to slow dance later? <laughs> no, I, I think almost he needs to lay his man card down on the table there. <laughs> I, I, will leave it, I will leave it after this session. I, I, you know, I think it's great. I think it's great. <laughs> it's some of the greatest. I mean, it's a good sax. It's good I'm sax in that popular song. saxophone. It, yeah. it just catches you. Like immediately. <laughs> You know, it's like these actors that decide they want to sing, but Patrick pulled it off with that, and it was a top. It was a top ten smash. I don't know if it hit number one, but there's been actors before that tried it, and he pulled it off. I think Gary Herbig was bigger than Patrick Swayze in the actual music career. Uh, he done. <laughs> well, I'm sure most career. people were bigger than Patrick Swayze in their music careers. <laughs> I'm dying over here. 
Eddie Murphy was She's, better in his music You did career. that on purpose. <laughs> you fucking did that on purpose. <laughs> Crack me up. Careless whispering. She's like the wind. <laughs> okay, let me tell you about the, at least the artist. Okay. His ex. I mean, he did a lot of studio stuff. Uh, have you ever heard of a sitcom, Roseanne? Um, yes. That huge wailing sax in the front that of the Was that him? That was him. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of a thing called Knots Landing? Yes. That was him. Uh, Alf? Unfortunately. <laughs> it's huge. I bet Percy used to watch Alf. You remind me of Alf. <laughs> I did. It was, it was Alien Life Form. <laughs> yes. Alien Life That's Form. That's exactly right. It was Alf. Why did this not surprise me? The bold and beautiful, bold and the beautiful, even to a. Uh, this you got you did your crazy. homework on this guy. He's actually a great artist, honestly. I mean, if, man, you made it as a sax player if you're playing on out. <laughs> I'm just that, that's one of my goals in life, you know, to remake Alf. Well, I mean, you know you who else this, was on that? <laughs> who else was on Alf? I'm dying to know. Mongo. Alex Karras. <laughs> Alex Karras was on ALF. The great Alex Karras. The, the great re- Mongo from Blazing Saddles. Yes, and the retired uh, NFL Hall of Famer from the Detroit Lions was, was he the dad on ALF? No, he was, that was Webster. Yes, All right. was. Okay. All right, ALF, Webster, same freaking thing. Yeah, they're, they're, this guy probably okay, played yeah. sax on Webster, though. They're two small people, so. Yeah. Yeah, Webster sort of looked like a. Yeah. I would leave that alone, too. <laughs> he did have. But two. they were both short in stature, yes. so I got them mixed up. He did have uh, a couple of albums by himself, though, self titled. Okay. And, and another one. So, uh, well, I'll go ahead and mention it. Um, Friends and Loves. Okay. Friends and Loves. Friends and Loves. All right, we're talking about actors that are doing stuff. I almost put Rob Lowe down here from his sax work, his fake sax might work well. on St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, <laughs> that would have been terrible. Well, I couldn't have lived with myself. I'm sorry. So all I right. was trying to sidestep the Patrick Swayze thing, but... You couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't. Sometimes we need to bring stuff in here just oh, to piss Percy off. <laughs> by the way, the, the comment I had earlier... But Gary Herbig actually taught David Bowie how to play saxophone. Oh, that's the one. Okay. There we go. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> Just hit my brain. I'll never forget this. <laughs> okay. This is my number two. I've nailed you guys on this because no one's mentioned this. And it's the artist is Jerry Rafferty, who started originally with Steeler's Wheel, but uh, then he broke out solo. And the sax player, boy, this is a hard one to even pronounce. It's Raphael Rosenscroft. That sounds very suspicious. What's a Rosenscroft? Is that, is that French? <laughs> yeah, no. Sounds that like might a, actually be French. Sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like that line that, well, never mind, that runs between, anyway, we'll, we'll just leave it alone. There you go. Uh, and the song is Baker Street. I mean, the sax grabs you from the get-go. It's one of the best rock sax songs of all time. You know who did a great cover of that song? Who? A man whose passing, the anniversary of his passing, was celebrated on the 13th of this month, and that's the great Waylon Jennings. 
He did Baker Street? He did. I, I can't even imagine Waylon Jennings doing Baker Street. Did it have a sax in it? Waylon can do whatever in the F he wants to. I know, but it did have a sax in the song when he covered it. He can play the saxophone with his own mouth. Yes. Not not to he the probably could. Not to the degree did that yeah. this did. No. That Mr. Ravens Ravenscroft. <laughs> I, that's a tough I one. Like the, I like the name. Oh, Raphael, you did a good job. It's a great song. That is a fantastic song. Yes. So, all right. We are at the moment of truth. Number ones. You better impress me. And if anybody steals my stuff, I'm going to stick his pen in your eye. I really don't care if this impresses anybody or not. But this song... <clears throat> Was the height of the Rolling Stones. Uh, we got some Bobby Keys in there. And it's Bobby Keys and Brown Sugar. Yes. Recorded in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Muscle Shoals. Probably one of the, it is one of the greatest sax rock songs of all time. And Bobby Keys was fantastic. That I'm glad it made it because if you, if you took a poll in that, in the rock community, everyone's going to say Brown Sugar. So, but, and sadly enough, the Stones don't play this song anymore. Hmm. You did the... Well, they the, quit. The PC crowd has yeah. stopped them from playing this song anymore live. Yeah, that's a shame. And this... I wonder what they were talking about. They were at the height of their... This was their prime right here when they recorded this. Yeah, it was. Sticky Fingers album. actually got to see them do the Sticky Fingers Tour Redux uh, and St. Paul and the Broken Bones opened for them and they there did Sticky go. Fingers there and they, they rocked Brown Sugar that night. That's been several years ago before, you know, the woke crowd got to everybody. So, y'all ruining some shit out there with that stuff. Quit it. All right. So. I think that'll change the world right there. Yes. That one statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Keep shooting down them balloons, Jack. All right. Nate, I can't wait. <clears throat> Let's go. Well, <clears throat> this is the song that made me excited to do this playlist, or this uh, podcast. It's been on my playlist for like a year, and uh, it's from 1957. There is Something on Your Mind by Big J McNeely. He's the sax player, and the vocalist is Little Sonny Warner. I don't know how popular this song is, but I found it like a year ago. And it's, well, maybe it'll be available perfect. on Apple. Have you ever heard of him, Percy? There's so many of those little guys that, little Walter and stuff that I don't think I have. I was but counting on y'all to know this song. If, if you want to go back to some of the height of the sex era, you go back to the the early blues where they had. Yeah. It was great sex stuff. Yeah, truly. I like I like the selection. Yeah, gotta check it out. Uh, we will. It's, well, uh, it, it, if it's available, it'll be on the playlist. We'll yeah, all be checking it absolutely. out. Absolutely. All right. I'm excited about it. Honestly. I am too. Yeah. All right. Good one. Nate brought some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. All right, Kevin. I left my number one for one word. One word only. Tequila. And the Saxon there is good. It's fantastic. It's a uh, Danny Flores. Danny Flores. And the, what was the group? The Champs. The I, Champs. I, I apologize. Yeah. The Champs. Danny yeah, Flores. Yeah, I wanted you to say it. 
Yeah, so I got a great story about that, and I'll let you wrap up. Thank No, uh, please take it away. Okay. I get a text one night from our good friend, Barry Reeves. He's in the Bahamas with his lovely wife, Kim, uh, on at a resort. And better be careful what you say. Yes. Careful. No, I always am. I love you, Barry, and Kim, too. They're great people, great friends. Very good people. Yes. Barry texts me from the Bahamas, and all it, the, it was a question. And he was at a resort, and apparently uh, they were doing karaoke. And Barry doesn't do karaoke, but they were, they were feeling it. So he sent me a text and said, what's that song that only has one word? And instantly, I text back, tequila. <laughs> and he did it. He danced around on stage, and then when it came to I the part, Barry would just go, tequila. So, but the sax in that song is great. Yeah. It I love is, it. It's, that's really all there is. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. fantastic. I love playing that song in uh, the Albertville High School Band. Uh, Y'all actually did that, and the high school band did tequila. We did. You couldn't we do did. that today. You'd have band parents raising hell from here to Christmas. That's right. Well, That's right. anyway. Uh, it was one of my favorite songs to play because it was just such an easy mo easy motion on the mm -hmm. saxophone. It was, it's mm -hmm. hard to explain the actual motion of it, of it, but it was an easy motion and it was easy to play. And it, obviously, it, it's so You good. think you can give me a back rub later? I can. I really well, can. I, I take it back. Now you're scaring me. <laughs> I was hoping you say no. You aren't supposed to say yes. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good one. Okay. I'm glad tequila's on the list. That's fun. All right. My number one, Percy knows who it's going to be. He doesn't know the song, though. It's by the Bruce, the boss, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. The sax player is the master of the universe, the king of the world, the big man, Clarence Clemens. I loved him. Got to see... Clarence three times before he passed away and then I saw Bruce uh, just a couple weeks ago and they didn't do this song the last concert I was disappointed I think that on the vocal range but Michael knows what it's going to be because it's one of my favorite songs period in the world and it is Jungle Land so it's a great song great sax in that I could listen to that song every day for the rest of my life so it's fantastic. All right, guys, this made this. Y'all have a good time. This is oh, a yeah. fun night. Hey, good. Have a good time. So, we're going to do it again on uh, another topic. Percy's giving me the eyeball. How are we doing on time, son? We're good. All right. Thank y'all. Thank our sponsors. This is a good time. It's going to make a great, great podcast and a good playlist. And we want you back. So, all I got to say is bye bye.